Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church Podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you. Today's podcast comes from our weekly Facebook Live broadcast called Weekday Chat. To tune in live and interact with us online, join us during your lunch on Facebook, Wednesdays at noon. Enjoy today's podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Weekday Chat, where we talk about where we've been and where we're going, and we so appreciate you tuning in. My name is Steve White. Welcome. Yeah, and I'm Kyle. I'm also one of the ministers here. Uh, we're glad to have you. Please, if you have any questions or comments, write, write those down, and we will, we will get back with you. This past week, we started a brand new series, uh, Clearer Vision of the Cross. And in March, we actually get a fifth Sunday, so we get five Sundays to, to right. focus on the cross, uh, which we're excited about. Luke kicked it off with the, with the message of the cross of redemption. And in this message, he, he used what most people would say is probably the most important paragraph in the Bible, Romans 3, 21 to 26. Yeah. And the cross of redemption. Yes, and, and and within that, then he took us back to Hosea. Yes. And showed us. And that. I had a couple of people say, I didn't know that story. I didn't know that was oh, in the Bible. Yeah, it was great. It's a great yeah. story, isn't it? Right. But right. It's, it talks about uh, getting the subject of guilt and shame, right? Yes. And with It comes out of the story of... of Hosea, mm-hmm. loving Gomer, who is was a wayward wife, and yes. what we what we resonated with is we live in this culture of guilt and shame. Oh, yes. Guilt focuses on something we do, we feel badly about. Shame has to do with how we feel we are mm-hmm. as a person. It runs yes. deeper than guilt. Yes. So, Kyle, yeah. uh, let's say you're sitting with somebody talking about guilt and shame. What what advice? What direction do you give somebody? Who's dealing with guilt and shame? Yeah. When I think somebody, like, asking, like, what would God want me to do with this? The two things that come to my mind are, first of all, I think God wants you to feel that, the weight of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's when it it can lead to a place of brokenness and that, you know, know, God desires a broken and contrite spirit. Um, So I think it's a naturally a, a good thing to, to feel that, um, but, but it ultimately would, he would want you to lay it at the foot of the cross and let it be redeemed, let it, let it be made whole. Um, I think only when we feel guilt and shame can we truly feel the, the freedom of forgiveness. Absolutely. You know, in, in, in that new area of, of just freedom. And so I, th- I think it's kind of like both, hey, Feel that. So don't deny it. Don't deny it. Yes. Lean into it, feel it. But then when you lay it down, I think you'll have a greater response of, of being forgiveness. Sure. I, you know, I think if you understand the cross at all, then you're going to understand the concept of sacrifice and grace. I mean, we, our minds can't may, maybe comprehend right. or talk about how powerful the love of God is, but if you understand what happened at the cross, that there was a sacrifice, then it's going to lead you to know I'm to follow and lay my life down. Right, right. Well, and I also, well, I also think, you know, <clears throat> when we carry guilt with us and we carry shame with us, we replay it yeah. over in our minds. And yes. Satan is called the accuser. He mm-hmm. always wants to bring up the past. Right. And I think we have to practice the discipline of speaking to ourselves more than listening to ourselves. Mm. And listening is when we allow that to be replayed. 
Instead, we want to learn to talk to ourselves. And what we say to ourselves is the things that we know are true. True. And we know what's true by what the Scripture tells us about ourselves Mm -hmm. and what even we sing on Sunday. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm a child of God, for instance. Right. You know, I am clean. I am forgiven. Right. Uh, Christ died for my sin and my shame. Those are the kinds of things we yes. keep saying to ourselves and drive them down deeply right. until we really believe them. And that's why we have to be people of the word yeah. more all the time because God speaks truth. Right. The evil one's native language is lying, the Bible mm-hmm. says. And so I'm prone to camp out in his lies, right? Yes. And so right. I've got to let the God speak to me by his scriptures. Yeah. No condemnation. Yeah, no yeah. condemnation. Those right. are in Christ yeah. Jesus. There's right. one right there. That's a good right. one. And, and reading Psalm 139 over and over, just mm-hmm. a sense of worth and value and how God sees us and all right. that sort of thing is yes. just really help. My phone went off. I'm so sorry. It's all good. <laughs> okay. It's all good. All right. It's all good. Well, hey. And, and, and just tying this in with the cross of redemption, like Luke was speaking to, it's just the truth of what you're saying, speaking truth to yourself is because of the cross, the past no longer defines my future. Right. You know, so shame and guilt, you don't own me anymore. Right. You know, so. This is yeah. not your territory. This is God's territory. Right. You know, right. you don't belong here. Yeah. Yes. Well, so we use the story of Hosea and Gomer, and based on that, which is a depiction or a you know a clear picture of how God and the Israelites' relationships was, and now our relationship with God, unfaithfulness, but yet God is faithful. When we look at this story based on that, how how do you interpret? how we should be treating others, I mean, in, in light, of, yeah. light of this illustration. Well, we won't do well with others until we see that, first, we are Gomer. We're all the Gomers. Yeah. I, I still have this bent toward yeah. wandering yeah. or having other idols. And this, you know, after all these years, I still identify places in me where I, I move away from the center of who God is. And mm-hmm. why do I do that? I don't know. That's that sin nature in us that still wants to rear its head, mm-hmm. right? So, so I think until we realize the immensity of God's faithfulness next to our proneness to wander, we will not treat each other well. Second of all, I think we have to grow in... Recognizing grace is not just an act of God on the cross. It is the very core of his essence. Mm-hmm. It's who he is. Right. So w- the more he fills us with who he is, then the better we are at grace flowing out of us. Mm-hmm. If we think it's just something we do, mm-hmm. then we're going to limit it. Yeah. But if it's something we are as he is, mm-hmm. this gracious God then it will, it will more naturally come out of us in the way we treat all kinds of people. Yes, yes. How about you, thought, your thoughts? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, I mean, Jesus clearly said, love others as I have loved you. Yeah. Um, of course, Hosea couldn't have quoted that yet because Jesus right. wasn't on the scene right. yet. But, you know, for Hosea and obviously for us now too, he would have already known who God is, that, that, that God is a, a, a slow to anger, gracious, compassionate, yes. Um, abounding in faithfulness, God, and therefore, because it's easy to just say, well, you should love them. But I ask, what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, what does that mean? And I, I like when you get thinking about, oh, wait, there's a faithfulness that I, that I need to be compassionate. I need to be slow to anger. Um, I, th- I think that describes what love is. Yes. You know? And what we're going for 
is not just loving a person because God commanded me and I need to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, that's true, right. but we want him to be so woven into Natural. us, it just comes out yeah. of us. We don't even right. have to pray about it. It's oh, just right. who we right. are, right? Because right. he's Absolutely. in us. Yes. So we move from, you know, doing work for God, mm-hmm. like extending grace, to God doing his work through us. Yes, you know? absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yes. uh, now, we both walk with people, we meet with people, we yeah. work with people, right? Has there been a time when you walk with somebody who is just overwhelmed by, by guilt and shame mm-hmm. and you watch them come to Christ and then experience that cleansing and freedom from yeah. the guilt and shame? Right. Um, it's a, an amazing experience yes. to, to see that light up in people's eyes and, and make connections. Um, you know, I'm, this really, this question hits me at a sweet, sweet time in my personal life uh, this week as uh, Stephanie and I, are, our oldest two, are going to get baptized this Praise Friday God. evening. And but, but what's so cool about that is it was easy for me to I kind of go this angle and I'll let you come at it the other way, but... You know, over the past um, few months, of course, we've always had conversations, sure. um, but over the past few months, you know, both of uh, our, our older sons have, have come just, just crying, just, you know, weeping wow. on the realization of the weight of what God has done for us and, and, and what Jesus did and, and what it all means and, and how we are, but how we can be now because of the cross. And so it just, you know, again... I mean, hey, the moment they said, hey, as soon as Stephanie told me, hey, you're, you're going to be a dad, you know, that's yeah. your instant prayers. Oh, my goodness, I want this kid to know Jesus. You know, <laughs> yes, like before right. it, it, right. it comes out of the womb. And so for, for me, you know, it's just a sweet spot this sure. week to, to think about this because I'm seeing the realization in the eyes of my own sons, you know. Yes, um, and they're going to be spared from so much guilt and shame yeah. that life that uh, right. um, choices with me. He, he, he keeps us from that, right? Yes. But obviously, you know, adults who come to, you know, um, faith later in life and, 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 and deal with some of this hefty shame or guilt of maybe yes. some choices they've made in their early adulthood. Sure. I'm sure you've experienced that. What, what well, yeah, the got? one that stands out to me, it's, it's a pretty sordid story. So I, I'm not going to say many details, but there was a woman I met with years ago, and she had been um, very involved in the life of Christ but she came home and found her husband unfaithful with another man, and she went off the deep end. She just went off the deep end, and her behavior went terribly south. I mean, she went out to bars to find men who would beat her up. Uh, she was subject to abuse because she felt so worthless. I just, to hear her story was so, just so ugly and sad and uh, it was just a terrible thing. But uh, she was one of these people that we just continued to walk through Psalm 139 and um, then Psalm 51 on the brokenness and David's confession. And then she was baptized into Christ. And just to, just to watch her freedom from all of that, from all her anger, her unforgiveness, the way she had been wounded herself, and then she created wounds on herself, and then be free— I mean, it was an amazing, an amazing thing. And we've got people in, in our, certainly our fellowship here that could give testimony after testimony oh, of yeah. that freedom they came and that came. And so 
Anyway, it's a great life uh, being in Christ, and uh, what a great God to uh, rescue us from sin and shame. So this coming Sunday, um, we'll be dealing with the cross of love and uh, different, different facets of redemption and now love, and we're going to see just this tremendous humiliation of Jesus on the cross, uh, what he did to demonstrate to us the life that he wants us to live. It is a cross of love. And I hope you. I hope this month that uh, you're experiencing again just the brilliance of the cross, the beauty and the glory of the cross in preparation for our Resurrection Sunday that's to come. So I hope you can join us uh, this Sunday. If you can't, make sure you listen online or watch online and uh, because we want you to stay tuned in. We want you to stay uh, connected to the body of Christ here as uh, we uh, live to serve him. So we hope you have a great week. Yep, yep. Hey, don't forget Spring Forward this Saturday. Yeah, Spring Forward. That's right. Thanks for joining us. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. It's our desire for you to grow in your understanding of Christ's love as you partner with us in our mission to love all people to new life in Christ. If you have any questions about our church or would like to plan a visit with us, go to plainfieldchristian.com. If you would like to receive our podcast every week, we encourage you to subscribe to the Plainfield Christian Church podcast on whatever podcasting platform you prefer. Have a great week.